Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Then put your little hand in mine. There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb. Hey. I got you, baby. I got you. You're killing me, Sorry. Small. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Uh, okay. Oh, man, that was so, so fun yesterday. I know. I know there's, you know, of, of whatever size number of people are normally listening, I know there's few of them listening right now. Mm-hmm. But, oh, this is why you listen to the 5 o'clock hour. Because <laughs> we can get away with more. Because we can get away right. with stuff. That's right. Oh, my God. So I, I do feel like I ought to explain this one because for some people, they're not, they don't, you know, we found out yesterday even Mike Wood ah. didn't, didn't, which, you know. Um, so this is, the, this is the song they play every, every day when Bill Murray wakes up on Groundhog Day. Right. And so yesterday, Candy had this great idea. She's like, we should play it for every bumper. I'm like, oh, brilliant. So we did. And then I come in this morning, and I'm like, I had an idea. She's like, I had an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I already had it loaded. And I, I'm like, we should play. And she's like, way ahead of you. <laughs> but but I see, feel like we're all this big, fun, lame right, movie club yeah, for ourselves. Yes. <laughs> so, no, because not like, like Julio's cool one. Like Our in, cool one. Yeah, but like in the movie, it's perfect because in the movie – Several times when he thinks he's transcended the the, the the you know the trap or whatever he hasn't, but then on the very last day, not to blow it, but if you haven't seen the movie, you should. Shame on you. Um, on the very last day, he wakes up and the song goes off, and and you're like, no, and then you know he rolls over and Andy McDowell's in the bed, and you're like, oh, gotcha. <laughs> and they move to Puxatawney and live happily That's ever right. after. That's right. <laughs> it is so great. They live out my own personal all all time fantasy of being married to Andy McDowell. So you know, just saying. I mean. Who, who can argue you with that? You ever call her Danny McDowell? Yeah. All right, just pretend your name is McDowell. No. Just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No. Danny is great. Five. Yes, yeah, she is. Absolutely. Anyway, so um, so there you go. That's our, our gift to you. We'll see. We, we might crack that one out later in the day. We'll see. I don't know. That's funny. <laughs> oh, we totally <laughs> will. Five twelve speak news, for us. 512 on News Radio 92.3, uh, informative, local, repetitive. Um, <laughs> so um, the governor came to town yesterday. And um, it was all about broadband, and so you know he starts off the right way. By the way, can I just should me? Mm, oh, I, okay. I, I, go, did, go I didn't hear Sorry. it. It was it was too. <laughs> it, it was it was too. It, at that moment, it was too quiet for the mics to pick up. Probably sure. is sure. what happened. So That's true. Um, no, but he was here in Santa Rosa County, and I will tell you this: uh, I watched a fair number of press conferences with Governor DeSantis or campaign events, whichever you sure. want to call it. And it's kind it's of always same. a hybrid. That's okay. And. Um, <laughs> He, I've seen him get favorable reactions from the crowd. Oh my God, Santa Rosa County. Hey. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you. What a great setup. Great to be back in Santa Rosa County. Great to see you all. Thank you for being here. We're uh, excited about today's announcement. That'll be good for this area and many parts of the state of Florida. And many, many applause. By the way, I thought, you know what, I didn't cut the audio from it, but there was one one line he said that I probably should go get because it was really funny. He was talking about how when he campaigned, he went around to all, I think he said all the counties, like every single one of the counties. And yeah. some of the counties, it's a little harder to get to. You know, they're smaller mm-hmm. or whatever. And, uh, you know, you go to these rural areas. You know, typically people go to the big cities, right, population centers. And uh, he was talking about going to a really rural location. This guy comes up to him and was just looking at him. <laughs> He's like... What's what's going on? He didn't know what to think of it. And the guy's looking at him. He's like, can I help you? He's like, 
just just seeing for myself. He's like, what do you mean? I never seen a governor before. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which is awesome. You <laughs> that know, like is awesome. Yeah. a governor has never visited this town before, which is kind of cool. I mean, that's, that's amazing. That's yeah. the thing about Ron DeSantis is like, it, it, he looks like if he has time to lean, he has time to clean. He is just everywhere. Yeah, no, and I love that. <laughs> that's exactly you know right. I mean? So, uh, announcing, making some of the announcements. We're abolishing sales tax on all baby items the, the diapers, the wipes, oh. baby clothes. Baby formula, cribs, strollers, everything. And so we want to be family friendly. It's hard enough raising kids as it is. And so, and those are costs that you have to do. It's not like it's like, I'll go for go vacation or something. It's like, yeah, you need all that stuff uh, for, for, for the young ones. And so that'll now be uh, tax free. You'll be able to raise these kids tax free, which we're excited about. <laughs> Did you just take a selfie of yourself with the TV of Ron DeSantis? Did you have to say that on the air? It's hilarious. Uh, I love it so much. That's, that's, no, because I, I assume you're going to share that, and that's great. I love it. That's so funny. I'm not on Facebook. I'll, I'll send it to you. Then. And, sorry. I love Ron DeSantis. Yeah, he's, so I mean, he's genuinely so great. No, so this is the interesting thing. I am generally, if you've heard this show for any period of time, I am generally against uh, the special tax credits. I did... For, they, they strike me generally as kind of dumb, okay? And I, I don't know. It's like, why are we picking winners and losers in the marketplace and saying, these products are good, you know, buy these, don't buy those, I, all of it. I just don't, I don't like playing any kind of favorites with the tax code, generally speaking. Uh, that's true whether it's income tax or deductions or sales tax or anything else. But I will say this, okay? On items that you buy for raising kids, that fits with the general approach of tax breaks that, Across the country, we give, and certainly at the federal level, we give for parents because parents are doing a service to the society by raising kids, right? And whether it's the child tax credit or whether it's a you know publicly funded education, which of course is a benefit to the child uh, and to the parent, but more generally to the society. So this is one I actually support. It makes sense. the The more you can make it so that parenting is less of a financial burden, given that it's a massive financial burden to begin with. Um, I'm on board with that. So, again, generally against tax credits uh, for particular items, but in this case, I'm actually on board with it. This makes perfect sense. He went on for some other tax credits he wanted to talk about. Uh, we're also doing abolishing sales tax permanently on over-the-counter pet medications because people need to take care of their pets. And so, no tax on that. And because of things that have happened more recently, uh, we're also eliminating permanently the sales tax on gas stoves. They want... He was the king of trolling. Like he, he had, he had made that announcement earlier, yeah. and and the folks in Santa Rosa County immediately got that joke right, which I love. I know, you know, they're all I like, know, "Oh, burn!" Literally, burn gas <laughs> stove. Anyway, um, no, that's a, that's a, that's fantastic because you know he says, "Look, I'm tired of um them trying to control your life and telling you what you you can and cannot do and what you're allowed to have access to." And the nanny states just got to go. They are coming after people's gas stoves. <laughs> 
New York is just doing something to ban. So as they're banning, we're saying no tax. But uh, this is just a principle of this, that they want to control every single aspect of your life. They want to be able to determine what type of energy you're allowed to use, how much energy you're allowed to use. And so this is all part uh, of a larger scheme. And so I think in the state of Florida, uh, we're saying, you know, don't tread on us on this. We're going to stand for people's freedoms. Yeah, and, and just out of consistency, in case you raise the question, no, I would vote against the tax breaks for the gas stoves, even though it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's funny. I don't think you should be preferencing gas over electric or vice versa. Let the market decide which one is best. But it is funny. It is very, very funny. 518 on News Radio 923. Of course, he was also here primarily the purpose of the visit, uh, not to um, announce the bridge, as <laughs> I said yesterday. Um, uh, I'm actually, you know, going to get a chance to drive across the bridge today. Like they, uh, there's a really small group of uh, media folks that are going to get a chance to actually go across the new span today uh, with uh, Senator Broxson. And to me, what that means is, okay, I don't want to, you know, I don't know, I don't want to say it in, in advance, but um, this is for the new span. Um, if it's safe enough for us to drive across it in a van altogether, it's got to be safe enough for everybody to drive across it. And so I'm. Should I line up Ray Walker for I'm, Monday? <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing that this could be much sooner than we expect. And I don't remember the last time, but it seems like the last time they did a hey let's all drive across it, it was a hey let's all drive across it, and it was open like in a day. So I I'm, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I don't want to get your hopes up for something that may not come true. You know, it might still be a month or two. I don't know. I drove across yesterday to see my friend in Fort Walton. Okay. And uh, I mean, obviously, I didn't go through where, but man, it looks done. It looks yeah. great. That, that's, and what, it's that's, so that, that's what everybody has been telling me. Yeah. Is it looks it looks completely done. Right. So uh, that that'll happen later on this morning. And I had thought maybe the governor was going to be here for that. Although I couldn't explain why he'd be in Milton for that, and he wasn't Could here I for sit that. With him if he... he was here for um, internet access broadband ex- uh, expansion, announcing that you know we're going to have a, a couple million dollar project to expand broadband access to Jay, Florida. And we're always talking to Ryan about Ryan Jenkins about how he doesn't have access to the internet when he's out on the farm and this causes him all kinds of problems well it's going to be broadband to locations including the ability to improve access you know out on the field but also for kids like in school because they don't have it which of course it's jay right um and they had a a teacher from uh jay high school there yesterday to talk about that there's also a project in escambia uh same thing it's a little it's smaller project uh i think it's like eight hundred thousand dollars the one in um uh santa rosa is like two and a half or 2.3 something like that so Anyway, uh, more state help from the fairly large, I think it's a $144 million in broadband access that the projects were, and I think it's like out of a $400 million pot in general that they're going to try to expand broadband access across the state. 520 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate. From managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. 
As an IRS certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, remitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and their HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you listen to News Radio 92.3 on Sundays, you get Christian Outlook at 7, Ask the Preacher at 8, Town Hall Review, Fox News Sundays the weekend, Check It Out, and Gun Talk at 8. Well, Jack, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a, just a big, hairy American winning machine. You ain't first, you're last. A hairy American winning machine. Ah, <laughs> oh, that movie's so funny. Shake and bake. Five twenty-three. Yeah, Godfather on, was great. Uh, yeah, Godfather, fantastic. <laughs> Five twenty-three here on News Radio ninety-two-three. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David, man, your music is on point this morning. Well, thanks, Saying, brother. man, I gotta say, first uh, share, then living color. Yeah, I know it's great. <laughs> the House has passed a resolution officially denouncing socialism. Republicans voted unanimously. One hundred nine Democrats voted for the resolution. 86 voted against it. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump says... Wait, wait, wait. wait. 86 Democrats voted voted against condemning socialism. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, at least most of them voted for it. Right, yeah. It. Yeah, 109 voted for the resolution, 86 voted against All it. All right, so, so. A, a, a majority of Democrats in Congress are against socialism. Outstanding. Absolutely. Uh, civil rights attorney Ben Crump says the release of additional footage relating to the beating of Tyree Nichols uh, could connect all the dots. Apparently, there's about 20 hours of unreleased footage, uh, and a lot of this would include... Uh, I think private citizens probably um, have some. Possibly, and then some of it would be the after the attack and okay. with audio, things that were said and that type of deal. Uh, and then uh, Tom Brady, he retired this week, but... Is he going to stay retired? Uh, New England owner Robert Kraft yes. wants him to retire as a Patriot. Yesterday, he told CNN that uh, he wants to offer him a one-day contract to be a Patriot and retire L- listen, from, then, I, from I, their team. I am not oh, a Patriot fan, but this is, this, is, this is a good idea. This is 100% idea. the right thing for him to do. Is If he can take a one-day contract to come back, to play for the to not even play for the Patriots, but just to you know show up in a jersey and retire as a Patriot, absolutely that makes perfect sense. So I'm for it. <laughs> I'm all for it. Even though it's a pro Patriot thing, it's just the right thing to do because any any team you know uh, like you know obviously the St. Louis Cardinals got back Albert Pools for a whole year. If we hadn't, same thing. Put him in. Put him in the uniform for a day. Right. You know, do it. That, I could that, see him doing it. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks so much, uh, David. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Four three seven sixteen twenty. What else do we have going on? Uh, nope. Not doing that story. I, I look stuff up sometimes. I decide I'm not not gonna do. Um, oh, <laughs> 
Hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll say this one's. This is just kind of. I didn't have the same reaction that other people had to it, but I understand why they did. So you know, law enforcement agencies are always trying to like figure out how to crack that code of being community oriented and express their, you know. Unity and service to the community, especially when they're at odds with them, especially if it's sure, a like roundtable discussions. Yeah, and, right, exactly. Sure. I mean, or doing visiting cleanups, or and, yeah. you know, buying supplies, or having movie nights like we do here. I mean, all kinds of stuff they do. Uh, well, the latest, most interesting, I guess, is um, you have in Miami, the uh, police unveiled for Black History Month a, I don't know even how to describe this. A new cruiser paint screen paint paint scheme for one of their cars that is um, so you know the colors the African flag colors typically are the you know the pro African colors green. are the red yeah. black uh, red green and yellow on a black background so they unveiled a paint scheme for one of their cruisers that looks like if you were wanting to paint a car themed like the black pride unity flag it would be this. It's a black cruiser with all kinds of um, reggae colors, you know, red, yellow, and green all over it. And then, like, on the very back of it, they did a walk around of it. On the very back of it, it's like kente cloth designs all over the rear. Oh, I see that. Yeah, it says Black History Month. Yeah, it says Black History Month on it. So it's a cop car that looks like maybe it would have been the the drive-around school visiting car for the school district to teach them about black history. Like, it just kind of – it doesn't really look much like a cop car, except it does have lights on the top. And – uh, the mayor, Mayor Francis Suarez, said this is a beautiful collaboration to commemorate Black History and Black History Month and the history of African Americans in our police department and our city. This is Black History. And the critics are just, you know, I mean, liberal and conservative. The liberals hate it because they think that it makes being woke and racially sensitive look stupid. And the uh, conservatives think it just looks stupid. You know, I didn't. I thought it was a bit excessive on the back, but it didn't bother me. Like, and I didn't think it was funny either. I just thought, I think know, it's they're great. Trying. It looks like one that would get pulled over though, because like if you go to a reggae concert, I'm not trying to be smart. Like, it does. <laughs> right, it looks like yeah. something you'd see at a reggae concert. It does. It's cool looking though. It does. Or and something that they sell in head shops. I'm not kidding. Like the beanies and the jurgas. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. That I wear. That's, that's exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I I don't know. It was approved by the police officers union, so it's got buy-in from a fair number of people on the department. And I, I guess my reaction was, okay, I, it didn't make me laugh. It didn't make me think. It didn't, ma- it didn't seem like the kind of thing I would put on transgressors. Uh, I didn't quite understand the level of reaction to it, but that was the reaction a lot of people seem to have. Again, left and right. And my own reaction was like, okay, so there's that. 437-1620. Meanwhile, the Pope, <laughs> you, know, you know how sometimes um, – if you're not a native speaker of a language or of a culture, then sometimes you will inadvertently say funny things that are sort of indecent because you didn't just don't know that, you know, you don't speak it natively. Uh, so uh, Pope Francis was going about his day and he was giving his homily and he was talking about the uh, the gift of life that God has placed in your hands. And then he wanted to give the uh, five ingredients for the future, and each of the key ingredients to the future corresponds to a finger on your hand. <laughs> and so he starts with the thumb, which is how Europeans and I think Central and South Americans do. Instead, of we start with our first finger, you know, our index finger. He says the thumb, which is closest to your heart, and then the index finger, which is what we use to point things out to each other. And uh, then the middle finger, 
which is higher than the others, and reminds us of something essential, honesty. To be honest means not getting entangled in the snares of corruption. So the middle finger is the most honest one, well, I think according to the Pope. Sure. And so that, that was a tweet uh, that was up, and it was about uh, 50 minutes, they say, that it was actually online. And then somebody pointed out that um, the middle finger is honest in a variety of ways. Yeah, and <laughs> it totally is. And then, so so then they like deleted that tweet, and then they put back up, okay, that it was the third finger. So they tried to fix it by just saying third finger. Well, that tweet was also deleted because <laughs> you know once you've made a mess of it, you can't really fix it. And um, so the best com- comment online that I saw about this was somebody said. I am going to do the Lord's work today while driving on the Belt Parkway this morning. Anybody else need a blessing? <laughs> <laughs> just uh, just keeping up international relations is all that is. 5.30 on News Radio 92.3. David Wayne, what do you have coming up, sir? Two arrests made after a drive-by shooting yesterday. More after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. A Chinese spy balloon spotted over Montana is not being shot down, a senior U.S. defense official tells Fox, because of the danger from falling debris. It's been floating higher than commercial air traffic in the area above Malmstrom Air Force Base. It's the size of about three buses and includes a technology bag. According to the Pentagon, it does not pose an active threat. Fox dogs Andrea Hoff. Most economists expect slower job growth in the monthly report coming out this morning. The labor market is still tight with many employers, at least those outside of tech sectors, hesitant to lay off workers. The unemployment rate is anticipated to tick higher to 3.6%, down from 3.5% in December, which matched the lowest level since 1969. Fox's Hillary Barsky, a law allowing guns to be taken away from people with domestic violence restraining orders is ruled unconstitutional by a federal appeals court. Attorney General Merrick Garland says that ruling is under review by the Justice Department and that he believes the law is constitutional. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 531. Rain across the area 51 in Pensacola right now. News Radio 92.3. Two 19-year-old men have been arrested in connection to a drive-by shooting happened on Y Street yesterday afternoon. Zykeer Knight and Leslie Huff arrested after a pursuit and a crash that ultimately ended up at the intersection of B Street and DeSoto. Deputies say they found a 9mm handgun. It had a high-capacity magazine the high-capacity drum magazine that makes it look even even more frightening. And obviously, it's very deadly uh, because I, I don't know exactly how many rounds this one holds, at least 30 to 50, uh, uh, 50 rounds, and, and again, that can do a lot of damage. Scambia County Sheriff Chip Simmons there. He says Huff stayed in the SUV and surrendered, but Knight ran from the scene. He ended up being arrested at the Escambia County Public Schools facility building. Simmons telling Channel 3 that uh, they don't believe, though, that this particular drive-by was related to the other shootings that they've been investigating over the rest of the week. Pensacola contractor Jesse Lacoste is going to be staying in jail while he awaits extradition to Okaloosa County on a larceny charge. He's now facing larceny charges in Escambia, Santa Rosa, and Okaloosa counties. Channel 3 reports that he appeared in court yesterday afternoon before an Escambia County judge and was denied bond. He's scheduled to appear in Okaloosa County Court on February 10th, so he'll be extradited sometime before then. Lacoste is accused of taking nearly $100,000 after signing a contract to build 
a $418,000 home in Mary Esther. The property owner alleges the work was never started. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. The convenience store and gas station chain Wawa says they're coming to the Pensacola area. The company recently announced two stores will be opening in 2024 with the goal of having six to ten stores in the area by 2025. One of those stores will be located at West Nine Mile and Beulah Roads, another at Highway 98 and Blue Angel. They'll be breaking ground on both of those sites later on this year. There's a benefit concert and fundraiser that's been scheduled later this month uh, to raise funds for the family of an Escambia County deputy that was killed last fall. Master Deputy Kevin Ray died in a crash in Okaloosa County. That crash involved a drunk driver. The fundraiser taking place on Saturday, February 25th, starting at 1 o'clock at the AMVETS Post, 292 on Dog Track Road, and all the money raised going to Deputy Ray's family. Congressman Matt Gates. Says he's had it with the ATF. Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms should be the name of a chain of convenience stores in Florida, not a federal agency. Uh, speaking at the on the House floor earlier this week, Gates called his congressional colleagues uh, called on his congressional colleagues to support a bill that would abolish the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. Five thirty four at News Radio ninety two three. Small chance of rain throughout the morning hours. Rain chance will come to an end by the time you hit the late morning. We will be seeing temperatures drop after that, high near 59 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures will be getting pretty chilly with a low near 38 degrees. As you go into Saturday, slight little warm-up as we go into the afternoon, high near 60, mostly sunny skies. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 48. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Warning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. Thank you, Brooke. Right now, we do see rain across. Across the area, it is 51 in Pensacola, 52 in Gulf Breeze, and 50 in Milton. Our next news at 6, breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Dependable and local news and talk with Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay in the mornings, 5 to 9. Followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jenna Barr, mornings 9 to 11. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade, 11 to 1. Dave Ramsey, 1 to 4. Pensacola Right Now with Bobby Rossi, afternoons 4 to 7. And Lars Larson, only on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. When you were 18, you spent your spring break in Cancun. The party was legendary, and you speak of it often, even though you don't remember half of it. The geeky kid who sat across from you in math class stayed home, practicing calculus. You made fun of her. A lot. That is, until last year, when you owed the IRS a lot of money and called the certified public accountants at Benakis and Associates. And she answered the phone. Who's laughing now? The number crunchers at Benakis and Associates live and breathe accounting and tax preparation. It's practically in their DNA. When you need to know what the heck a Form 656-PPV is, call Benakis and Associates. When you need a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, call Benakis and Associates. When you need someone who practices long division for fun, call Benakis and Associates. Now in the historic district on 120 South Alkanes and online at flacpas.com. Benakis and Associates. Leave the numbers to the experts. 
Hi, this is Todd Thompson, President and CEO of the Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel for the Chamber Connection Show that will keep you informed on what's going on with your Chamber of Commerce. Tune in this Monday morning at 10 to find out about our upcoming events, all of our different programs, and what's happening with our local business community. It's the Chamber Connection Show every other Monday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! me. Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at newsradio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa. Then put your little hand in mine. There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb. Okay, because we did it yesterday. Right, right, fair enough. Because it came up in the conversation. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's so. right. <laughs> yesterday, oh man, 538 here on News. News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Spence Cola Morning News. Yesterday, we had a chance, as always, to talk to Mike Wood, the public information officer for PPD. Mike, welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning, Andrew and Candy. Is there something I'm missing on that intro music? Um, something. <laughs> it, Am I in the wrong it's, time slot? It's the music that plays again and again on the radio when Bill Murray is stuck in Punxsutawney for Groundhog, it's Day. Groundhog Day. Over and over and over again. Every time he wakes up, he wakes up to that song. I have been informed. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I hear to, I'm here to do. Informative, local, dependable. See? Um, okay, so we had a, somebody passed away on Scenic Highway. There was a death investigation there from last week. What do we know at this point? Well, it's the evidence suggests and the information that we have is this was a self-inflicted gunshot wound, and okay. which is an extremely sad situation. And, you know, we talked about this many times before about being able to reach out and talk to someone and before you get to that point. And uh, unfortunately, that's not that that's not what happened in this situation. So uh, another sad situation. If you know somebody that's that's having extreme issues like that, please get them help there's plenty of free help out there there's lots of people who care lots of people who help absolutely no doubt um we also had a really when i hear these stories it's i mean honestly there's a part of me that doesn't want to talk about them at all but then i realize that we can maybe be helpful in teaching people what not to do so it doesn't happen again but we had an infant death is that right yeah we did uh we had that this week um and you know this is a a situation that officers never ever get used to it's a horrible situation uh nobody means to do it uh when when this happens but you know we've talked about it for many years uh sheriff simmons has also done it they have a billboard campaign going right now about uh co-sleeping uh about uh infants in cribs on their bellies uh with lots of blankets things like that can just have disastrous results and if we can just keep uh this morning by talking about it if we can just keep one person from doing that from changing their ways not sleeping with the infant and lying the infant on its back in the crib uh it's worth talking about again uh, on their back, in the crib, away from the parents, tight bed sheets, you know, um, wrap them up like a baby burrito. You know, all, all of the stuff, it's, it's, it's not that hard to do, but if you don't know, you don't know. And it's awful to think because parents who do this are, 
you know, they think they're doing a smart thing or, and I get it. You're, you're exhausted. You're breastfeeding. You just want to go to I, all, I get it. We, you know, we had kids, we have kids, uh, but you know, you just have to act for safety. And the, the challenge for the, for some of this is that, you know, some of the advice over the years changes. This is one that's been consistent for a good, you know, two decades now is, is to do things this way. So please follow that advice. Don't co-sleep the babies. It's not safe for them. It's not safe for you. And by the way, just like side note stuff is, you know, drop side cribs are no longer, I think even legal to be sold in the United States. And, you know, you're not supposed to resell them. You're not supposed to buy them at garage sales because those can be dangerous as well. Cause it's very common for kids to push over into the drop side crib and get stuck between the mattress and the door uh, or the, you know, the, the vertical piece. And, uh, and, suffocate and die and get crushed it's it's horrible but you know things that people don't necessarily know um you guys also um uh, chief randall had kind of talked about this program to educate businesses i think particularly but i assume the advice would also go for homeowners when it comes to uh, landscaping trees shrubs things like that yeah and you know this has been around before it's you know back in the 90s it was under uh, community oriented policing where officers would be trained in this type of situation uh, about homes and businesses and and the crime risk that exists uh, around them a lot of that has to do with shrubbery and lighting um, both are very inexpensive ways of making your home or business a lot safer and uh so we're going through that again. There's there's new ways of, of doing it. There's new uh, things to look at because, uh, you know, times have changed. And we have two officers trained in that, and we're about to have two more go to it. And um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a good program. We're glad to see it back. Yeah, and just, you know, keeping the height of the shrubs down, keeping the trees at their right height, keeping the low limb. It's, it, it's avoiding giving criminals a place to hang out and hide and lurk or, you know, anything that they – criminals deprived of space to operate, just like anything else, will be less likely to commit crimes, right? Exactly. And, you know, the lighting at night is one thing, but uh, that's where the shrubbery comes in in the daytime. Burglaries, especially home burglaries, do happen in the daytime when people are at work. So uh, we're just trying to keep them from having places to hide and, and be easily easily be seen when they're committed, committing, committing these crimes. I'll say that one more time. If you can make them committing feel exposed and unsafe, you're winning. <laughs> that's that's always the goal. Yeah, that, right. That, that's the point. Uh, we did have a, uh, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about just the events, but you told me we had a, also a shooting on B Street. Is that right? That was yesterday. It was in the 600 block of uh, B Street. Shots were fired. A vehicle was hit, but fortunately no one was injured. Well, that's good news, but I assume, I mean, do we have, is that all we know? We don't have any other information. People are cooperating, not cooperating at this point. What do we know, if anything? Um, yeah, that's, that's all I know at this point. The investigation's okay. ongoing. I have no idea if they're connected with the shootings that, that have been happening in the community recently. But, um, but yeah, we're just we're glad nobody was hit. But it's also a good reminder that you, the PPD, and the sheriff's office always communicate and cooperate, especially on high-profile crimes like shootings, right? Absolutely. We, uh, we wear different uniforms, but we have one goal in mind. We're going to work with them. They work with us, and we're going to, uh, we're going to find who's doing these shootings and, and put them in jail where they belong. Very good. We're talking to Mike Wood, public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. Uh, you were one of the information sources for the um, temporary closure of the bridge due to the demolition of that pier with the explosives, right? Yeah, it was only closed for about five minutes, and uh, you know there were boats out on the on the bay looking. It was almost like it was the Fourth of July. They were out there watching, getting ready for this. When uh, all it was, it was a very small uh, explosive, and there was just a couple of bubbles that came up to the surface. That's all it was to it. So um, I'm sure they were disappointed, but they got the job done. 
And, um, yeah, the bridge is uh, very close to being ready to go. Outstanding. From the onlooker's perspective, it was snapper farts. So, okay, I, <laughs> I'll take it. That's, <laughs> But better to be safe than, you know, any other kinds of a problem. I'll take that. Uh, do we have a, uh, a myth or a did you know for this week? Yeah, we do. And oh, we I'm, sorry. Before, I, but I, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? Can can we? I, I completely forgot to ask you, and I want to make sure to give you a chance to talk about it because we have talked about it with all our other law enforcement partners. But um, just because I know you guys care about this, did you have a thought on the video that came out of the Tyree Nichols case? I mean, we. It seems pretty clear we all have a fairly consistent view of this. You know, that wasn't law enforcement. That was just a beatdown. It didn't even look like law enforcement uh, to the professionals, uh, among other things. But I wanted to give you a chance because PPD hasn't weighed in on this yet. So your thoughts on that incident? Well, from the video I saw and what most police officers, the first thing they're going to think is, uh, you know, the original information that we got was it was because of reckless driving. And when you pull somebody over for reckless driving, one or two officers will approach the vehicle. They're asked for the driver's license and insurance. Uh, they'll let them know why they're being stopped. Uh, but this one didn't go that way. This one went from zero to 100, uh, which makes me think that there's some history there. there there's either uh, personal or professional history there between the officers and the individual. Something, something. There's more to it. Um, this was not a normal traffic stop. This was. It reminded me of the the video that we all saw of Reginald Denny being pulled from his truck in Los Angeles and beaten by four or five people. Um, but the, what made this one worse is is the ones doing the beating had badges on. So yeah. uh, I think there's a lot more information that needs to come out that probably will come out. Um, and I'll just say my comments were after that. That's fine. And, and, you know, there's been unconfirmed rumors, absolutely unconfirmed, but the, you know, um, about the, that there was some kind of a, maybe a relationship between him and a woman who had been a former girlfriend or something of one of these cops. And, and the only reason that becomes relevant is because their behavior is so inexplicable, so crazy and unprofessional and that, you know, you're, you're almost like want to find some way to give an explanation to it because it is just so crazy but it is uh, atrocious unprofessional un- uncop-like and I-, I agree with the charges uh, obviously um last thing i wanted to ask you again a cop myth or a did you know and uh, uh anything like that for this week mike yeah yeah and it relates to this you know that the myth is that officers are just going to cover up for each other we've talked about this before as well that's just simply not true um uh, good cops can't stand dirty cops. I can tell you that we're not going to give up our careers, uh, our, you know, our pensions, our reputations over somebody that's doing wrong like that. Uh, and it's, it's just simply not true. So um, if, if cops see other ones doing things like that uh, to stand by and let it go, it's just not, you know, I've never seen anything like that happen in Pensacola. And, uh, you know, and if it does, then, then disciplinary action uh, is forthcoming uh, for that officer too, that's covering it up. So uh, uh, that myth is totally untrue. And, and good to know we've you've said that before and I super because I think that's just like across professions you know uh, when I was a teacher I knew I hated the bad teachers or the abusive teachers when I'm a talk show host I hate talk show hosts who are incompetent at what they do or who lie or make stuff up I mean doctors hate bad doctors you know it's across the board the good members of any profession are the most outraged at the bad members because this one incident has now all of a sudden just about in the perception of a lot of people brought us all the way back to like just post Ferguson with the cops it's it's horrible and you know if we could just prevent that then um, you know we'd be way ahead uh, Mike Wood is a public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department as always Mike thank you so much for the time we'll talk to you again soon thank you 
Absolutely. 548 on News Radio 923, home of Snapper Farts. I'm Andrew McKay. It's. The- <laughs> Just, I fear that may wind itself up in a promo somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to put and, it know, on a T-shirt. If so, that's okay. Uh, I'll take it. You know, could put that on the water tower. Anyway, um, <laughs> welcome to Pensacola, home of the Blue Angels and Snapper, Snapper farts. farts. That's right. Hey, if you are uh, thinking about buying a car, uh, great Frontier Motors, wonderful place to do that. Uh, obviously, good quality used cars, one, two, three years old, low miles, good prices. The flip side of that is since they sell maybe 150, 200 cars a month, that means that from somewhere they've got to buy 150 to 200 cars a month. It just makes sense. Otherwise, they're not in business anymore. So they buy them from, you know, lease programs. They buy them from auctions. I know our vehicle was actually, uh, they bought it at a, 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 an auction in Orlando. The dealership down there couldn't sell it pre-owned certified. They, you know, they put it up on the block. Uh, Frontier bought it, brought it back to Pensacola, and uh, the McKays bought it. They've been happy ever since. So they get them from all over the place. They can also buy them from you. So if you've got a good quality used car that you're looking to sell, you can go through all of the the fun that it is to sell a car to somebody you've never met before and you hope they bring it back when you let them test drive it. Uh, Or, you know, you can go to Frontier Motors and in about 15 minutes they'll give you a price and they'll buy the car from you. Uh, If you think you can do better in terms of pricing, they'll also consignment sell it if you like. It might take a little bit longer, but, you know, no fees, no extra charges for that. So just, you know. Do what you do. Make sense, whatever makes sense to you. So a great place to buy or sell good quality used vehicles. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years behind the big Buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Tune in Monday at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel when Whitetail Properties real estate agent Todd Edwards, a land specialist in hunting, recreational, farm, and timber properties, will be discussing how he can market and promote your property. Or if you're a buyer looking for your dream property or land investment, how his experience can work for you. That's Monday morning at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. When it comes to precious metals, there's only one place to consider, and that is Emerald Coast Coins. They're the local leader in dealing with coins and jewelry. Gold, silver, diamonds, and sterling silver. Emerald Coast Coins buys, sells, and trades. And for the past 15 years, customers from all over the Gulf Coast have trusted Emerald Coast Coins for the best estimates and prices in town. Stop in today. They're on Creighton Road, right across from Tom Thumb. Emerald Coast Coins. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. What's fun and happening in Pensacola? You'll find out as the City of Pensacola Parks and Recreation Department talks about it here, Pensacola Expert Panel. Join us each month as we detail what's going on in your resource centers, parks, recreation programs, and the Community Maritime Park. It's a great month to get out and play, Pensacola. Tune in this morning at 9.30. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. All of your local news and talk from dependable host Andrew McKay on your morning drive with Pensacola Morning News 5 to 9 on News Radio 923. It's no big secret. You know what's going on in this town. And what's going on is evil, immoral, brazen, and against the law. 
Got to shut that chicken ranch down. It's 5.52 here on Texas News Radio 92. You know what house in it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 5.52 on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Uh, misty off and on rain so far this morning. We seem to be on the back end of this storm now, but this uh, storm's not even the right way to say it. It's just enough cloud cover to make uh, to rain the uh, to, to water the lawn and make it so you can't see the green comet. Okay, that's basically what it's up to. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Lots of Texans will be getting their power turned back on today. This is after that big ice storm moved through the state, knocked out power across a lot of it. Uh, right now, still about a quarter million people there with no power, though. 1970s pop star Gary Glitter has been released from prison. PA Media in the UK reporting Glitter was released fr- last Friday after serving about half of his sentence for sex abuse crimes. Glitter, whose real name is Paul Gad, was sentenced to 16 years in 2015. And a uh, Chinese vlogger has now been fined and is facing some criticism online after she apparently live-streamed herself cooking and eating a great white shark. Of course, that's a protected species in China. The video went viral over the summer. Uh, the live streamer has now been fined more than $18,000 yeah, for that. Yeah, that's, that's how that works. Yeah, all right. David, thanks so much for the update. 554 here on News Radio 92.3. What else do we have going on? Um... Oh, this is kind of a it, it's an interesting little news note to me because it helps you understand where the Florida State Supreme Court is at. Now, remember, the Florida State Supreme Court is going to weigh the uh, Florida power and light rates. You know, there's this ongoing court case about those. Uh, so we'll see how that turns out. But if you want to kind of understand the Florida State Supreme Court used to be very liberal. And then you'll recall that there was this big uh, fight over because there's a retirement uh, age for the justices and three of the justices were going to retire and Rick Scott the then governor thought that he should have the ability to name the new justices but because there was an election going on the question was whether he would get to name them or whether uh, Charlie Crist I think at the time was who that, ran against right. him that I he beat, was going to get to name them and then of course Charlie Crist went away for four years you know Andrew Gillum was the next round and then Carol Trist, Charlie Crist uh, came back as the zombie candidate anyway and didn't win again uh, by a huge landslide but the argument at the time was who gets to nominate the replacements well turned out that Rick Scott was the one who, who uh, put them in and so we had um, you know a much more conservative court no you know what no, I think I've got the history wrong here. I don't think it was during his race against Charlie Cross. I think it was the race of DeSantis because it was DeSantis and Gillum. And uh, the question was, would Rick Scott, well, we for sure had a Republican governor, or whether it would be DeSantis or Gillum. And the concern was if Gillum won. and Because it, it was actually, I think it was DeSantis wound up putting them in. But in either case, it was a Republican who put them in. Okay, so now the majority on the state Supreme Court is heavily Republican and you basically have Jorge Labarga is the the last holdout from before of being a liberal on the state Supreme Court. And the reason that's all interesting or the, I, the reason I give you that backdrop is because the Florida Supreme Court yesterday deleted part of a rule for their own kind of you know, ongoing education for them and for other justices and for judges in the state. The rule is that you have to have ongoing training on um, continuing education, primarily focused on judicial ethics. The idea is to be continually learning and understanding and reminding about the importance of ethics in uh, making law or in rendering verdicts about what the law says. And the reason this, the reason they were making a decision is because there was a, one of the Kate or one of the uh, courses of study you can take is on um, diversity. 
So you have fairness and diversity initiatives in the state court system, and being educated on that, on a fairness and diversity, was would satisfy the requirement. So there's all different kinds of things you can study or take courses on to satisfy the requirement to continuing education, and fairness and diversity was one of them. And the six out of the seven justices wrote an opinion where they got rid of the fairness and diversity as satisfying it. And so Jorge Labarga is angry. Because, uh, you know, what he says is, uh, look, this is outrageous. You've uh, this paves the way for completely dismantling all fairness and diversity initiatives in the state court system. In other words, getting rid of this one training component that would satisfy that training requirement, that that's going to dismantle all of the diversity and fairness initiatives in the state court system. Of course, the flip side of that is that when they allowed that one in or as a return to the previous condition, it's other elements of ethics and appropriateness in law uh, adjudicating that suffered, right? So there's a trade-off here. It's not like they're lowering the continuing education requirement. They're just saying that this one slice doesn't satisfy for it. So the revised rule says that the portions of approved courses which pertain to judicial professionalism, opinions of the Judicial Ethics Advisory Committee, and the Code of Judicial Conduct can be used to fulfill the judicial ethics requirement. So the things that they are still going to have to study or still going to have to satisfy are good and useful and uncontroversial. What they did was delete a controversial option to satisfy the requirement. 4371624 Of course, this comes against the backdrop of the governor um, really putting all of these diversity, equity, and inclusion programs on notice that he wants to look at them, see what we're spending on them, particularly at the college level, see if they're appropriate, maybe get rid of them, that kind of stuff, which I am absolutely on board with questioning there might be one or two that would be useful, but a lot of them are very oriented around a leftist kind of indoctrination uh, and is particularly emphatic about things like your race, your gender, things you can't control, define who you are, and you ought to be blamed for things you can't control. 558 on News Radio 923-437-1620. What else do we have going on? Um, no, not that. No. Oh, this, uh, there's a, no, I just kind of look over the things that I have to tell you about. There's always stuff I don't get to mention. There's a bill that's been filed to change the uh, unanimity requirement for death penalty cases. Yeah, so, you know, right now you have to have a unanimous jury recommendation for executing. Yeah. Uh, and there's this is, again, going to be a Supreme Court question in the state level because you'll remember the state Supreme Court ruled that in order to comply with the Hearst decision at the federal level that we had to have unanimous. Well, now the court's composition has changed, and they're likely to undo that requirement. So there's a bill filed that says eight you have to have, um, I think it's, it might be it's 10, but it's less than a majority. So we'll see how the legislature handles Local that. Local news every hour and breaking news when it matters most. News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. An Escambia County man facing charges after allegedly shooting at a SWAT team deputy. Also, Jesse Lacoste. He'll be staying in jail. Those stories and more after this update from Fox News on News Radio 923. 